0: Well, I'm really happy and excited to be with you this morning. Also, it's an honor to be trusted by Pastor Ron, my good friend, and this church family to be able to share something which I think is very important and um, exciting, a story that I want to tell you. Ron and I played golf one day, and we sat afterwards, and I was able to relate this experience to him, and he just thought it was something that should be shared with the whole church family. Sometimes a Bible verse jumps off the page and into our real lives. That happened to me uh, just a, a few weeks ago, and this verse took on new meaning. It became so vivid and powerful in my life. It's from 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. And uh, I think it would be good if we all read it together. It starts, God didn't give. Let's read together. Go. God didn't give us a spirit that is timid, but one that is powerful, loving, and self-controlled. Yeah, the faith is not a, a timid, fearful life. It's a life of power from the spirit, love from the Spirit of God and self-control as God, the sovereign God, controls things. Well, this is a nice addition, I think, to the series that we've just been through as a church on Keala O Yesu, the path of Jesus, and we learned about worshiping and connecting with one another and serving and reaching out on the path of Jesus. I'm here to tell you this morning that the path of faith, following him, can get rugged and hard and scary sometimes. For those of you who have been walking with Jesus for a time, you know that everything is not always smooth and uh, sweet. For those of you who are just thinking about maybe stepping out in faith and beginning to walk with Jesus. We don't want to give you any false advertising. We don't want to tell you, oh, you make friends with Jesus and you begin following him and everything is just going to be perfect. You'll be a perfect angel and uh, life will be without any problems or difficulties. Hey, no way. Yes, Jesus said, come to me, everybody who is weary and burdened, and I will give you rest, rest for your souls. But he also said, I send you out as sheep among wolves. Now, that's a scary saying. Jesus told his disciples, you're my sheep, I'm your shepherd. But there's darkness and danger in this world. There are wolves and enemies out there. Go get them. (laughs) Can you imagine? I'm a sheep, and he's telling me to go sick you know, sickening me, uh, t- telling me to go, you know, uh, confront a wolf. Jesus did that, and we will all have opportunities to face stress, threat, and enemies in our lives. And this story I'm about to tell you has a lot to do with it, but keep this verse in mind. Let's just read it one more time, okay? Go. God didn't give us a spirit that is timid, but one that is powerful, loving, and self-controlled. So I'm going into McDonald's at Pearl Ridge, pick up a McChicken sandwich off the dollar menu, and a Diet Coke or something, so I can go jump in my car and go to my next meeting. Uh, Walking in before me is what looked to me like a father and a daughter, big, huge guy, local, wearing an NFL football jersey. And I thought, oh, that guy is big enough to be a lineman in pro football. Maybe, maybe that's his own jersey he's wearing. So I was interested, and I was walking in behind them. But there was a problem, because some fool had tied two dogs near the door. And the little girl was scared. The dog started to jump up. Kind of in a friendly way, not barking or growling, but still, the little girl, I don't know, was shying back. Oh, oh. Now, I'm a dad. I would want to protect my daughter. Uh, It would be on my nerves if somebody left the dogs so close to the door, right? You can see it because this big dude, he starts kicking the dogs. Well, maybe not kicking them, but trying to get them back. Away from his little girl. Who? I'm also a dog owner. Many of you have pets. I don't want any stranger abusing my puppies. You know, you know what I'm saying? So here's a dad protecting his daughter, and inside McDonald's, I know there's a dog owner that was, would be feeling pretty protective and maybe angry if he saw somebody kicking his dogs. Trouble. I could see a storm about to break. This was going to be raw, you know. By the time I got in there, it it, it had transformed McDonald's into the octagon. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Two warriors were starting to face off against each other. The dog guy is a homeless guy that lives uh, near us. I see him all the time with his dogs. Tall, curly-headed, howly guy. And he's angry. His face is red. His eyes are shooting darts. There's hatred com- coming out of this guy. And he's coming up to the big guy and his little girl. Meanwhile, the big dude, he picks up the little girl and sets her on the counter to kind of get her out of the way of, I don't know, but I'm thinking bloodshed. I, I'm thinking they're throwing down. This is, this is it, and it's happening right here before our very eyes. They're screaming obscenities, the worst language in in our vocabulary at each other. I'm not going to tell you what we all heard in McDonald's that day, but we talk about the bomb, you know. This was nuclear bombs being thrown back and forth. Everybody in McDonald's was shocked. People's mouths were open, Little Filipino lady who was managing McDonald's, she's running, running all around, screaming in Tagalog or Ilocano or something, 911, oh, all, all I heard was 911, she was trying to call, trying to call the police and, and everybody's holding their breath, wondering what's going to happen, um, they were getting closer and closer, then the big guy, he picks up one of those plastic trays at McDonald's, you know the kind where you throw the rubbish and they have the plastic trays there, picks up a plastic tray and flings it at the dog guy. It looked like a lethal Frisbee going through the air. And the, and the dog guy, I don't know how he did it. It was like a matrix move or something. He, he does this. <laughs> and, the, and the tray slings by him, hits the back wall, clatters across the floor, and they're about to go at it. And then God speaks to me and God says, do something, say something. God told me that. And I said, what? And, and who, me? And you're not, you're, you're, oh, no, no. I, actually, you know, I was kind of in a panic. Now, it has a happy ending. I want to just tell you right now, the whole thing has a happy ending. But right then, at that moment, it looked really bad, really harsh. And I didn't want to get involved. Are you with me? But you know, I, I just decided a long time ago that um, Jesus in me is stronger and wiser than any hassle or conflict that I'll ever face in my life. And I decided a long time ago I'm going to be the person who does something rather than doing nothing. And I'm going to be, try to be the person who says something rather than saying nothing. You have to decide at some point. It would be good to do it when you're still in high school or any time in your life. You have to make a basic decision. Are you going to be involved or not? And so I was already kind of pre-committed to do something and say something. But let me be honest with you. I did not know what to do. And I had nothing to say. I mean, I got nothing here. I know the Spirit of God is urging me to step in, but I'm scared. And this is no heroics, no, no credit to me, but a miracle happened. A miracle happened in that moment. Words came through my mouth that bite, completely bypassed my brain. You know what I'm saying? I stepped in between the two guys, which in itself is risky. I put my back to the Howley guy, and I looked at the one that I considered more, the more dangerous of the two, a local guy and huge guy. I was aware, I was aware, that he might get the wrong idea that I'm taking the side of the, the, other, the other guy, you know. But still, I opened my mouth. I looked into his face, red with rage, and uh, ready to kill. I put my, uh, my hand up, and I opened my mouth, and then the Holy Spirit spoke. The Holy Spirit said, Brada, now I never knew the Holy Spirit knows pigeon English, but (laughs) but you got to admit, that was a good start. That was a good start, right? So I go, Brada, my hand goes forward, puts my hand on his shoulder. He could have broken my arm, but I said these words from God, Brada, your little girl doesn't need to see this. Your little girl doesn't need to see this. Those are the right words at the right time. They didn't come from me. They came from God. because he immediately he dropped his head, all the rage went out of his face. He looked up at me, and his eyes were soft, and he said, "You're right about that." I said. Hey, let's, let's not do this. He nods his head. And then I go, whoa, I can't believe what just happened. <laughs> I can't believe what just happened. This is like a miracle. You know, this is like from God because one second you're going to kill and the next second you had the peace. God is here. And the guy says to me, oh, you know God? You know God too? I'm with God. You know, we're both with God. Oh, what a relief, you know. I believe the peace of God descended on Pearl Kai McDonald's. It was the miracle at McDonald's, I'm telling you. So I tell him, hey, let me buy lunch for you and your little girl. He says, no, no, I'll buy your lunch. Now that's another miracle in itself. (laughs) He's going to buy my lunch, but I don't know how much money he has or whatever. So I tell him, "Ah, that's okay, okay, okay. So we go over there, the little girl wants an ice cream cone. I say, me too, I'll have an ice cream cone. That's all I need. Uh, so he orders an ice cream cone. I'm standing there, licking the ice cream cone. Sweat is pouring <laughs> off my whole body. My heart is beating 1,000 miles an hour, and I'm thinking, God, you're real. God, you're here. God, you can, you can handle this kind of stuff. Thank you, Lord. The order comes, there's three sandwiches. <laughs> I love this, I love this. There's three sandwiches. So I tell the big guy, I say, oh, no, no, yeah, that's okay, I don't need that. He goes, no, no, this sandwich is for my enemy over there. He buys, <laughs> yeah, he buys a sandwich for the guy that he was about to battle and again, I go, I can't believe this. This is Jesus. Jesus says love, you know, we're supposed to love our enemies. And uh, this sandwich, this is great. I have a suggestion. Please let me deliver the sandwich. <laughs> right? Because I, because I don't want you walking over there. I don't want anything starting up again, you know. Uh, but I didn't have to worry because I went over. I took the sandwich to the dog guy And I said, "Uh, here, this is for you. He goes, oh, what is this? I said, it's a gift from the man who was about to murder you. (laughs) So please eat it. Please take it and eat it. And I didn't have to say anything more because the big guy was on his way to the table with his hand stretched out saying, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I lost it. I'm I'm so sorry. Shake my hand. They stand up, they shake hands, and then the dog guy says, oh, you know, my bad. The dogs were too close to the door. I'm going to go move them. So he goes outside and he moves the dogs. How about that? Now you're thinking, oh, this is Jay. Jay has blown this whole story. He's exaggerated everything. But I have somebody here that can prove to you that I told you the exact right story. And it's the big dude. It's my new friend, Ninoa. Come up here, Ninoa. So, I'm going to hold this microphone forget about this one. Um, did I pretty much tell how it was? And um, I kind of shared what was going through my mind. Can you tell them what was happening with you on that day? Um,
1: Everything Jay said was true. Um, (laughs) Sorry,
0: (laughs) 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 No, you're waving it around you got to talk right into the microphone um, here. Uh, I'm going to hold this thing. All right.
1: Like the scripture up there says, um, God did not give us the spirit of timidity, but, one, but of love, powerful, powerfulness, and self-control. When I asked God to help me dissect this um, scripture, he told me timid is the fear. He does not give us that. You just fear God, you know? The powerfulness is the Holy Spirit. You know, when two or more are gathered in His name, He is there, just like the body of Christ. You know, love. Him. In this case, e- even though both of us know
0: Jesus and we were there in that place, He showed up. Yeah, even we weren't. Whole, we weren't having a little prayer meeting. You were angry, and I was scared, and yet Jesus came to us. What about the self
1: control part? Self control is the discipline, and I believe that it's the Bible. You got to get in it every day. You know, um, like he said, um, Jesus is always there. Sometimes, I know I put him in my back po- pocket for years. Um, my road to Jesus was uh, I took a lot of off, off, off ramps, you know. Since the age of 12, I, I've been fighting. I've been arrested how many times. I've been in prison, Um, Mm. you know, but only Jesus can. Only he can deliver you from everything. He can break every chain, you know. Mm. And I just thank God that Jay was there that day. And even that gentleman who forgave me for what I did, you know, because they say you never know know who's watching. I mean, you got to know Jesus is always watching no matter what. But you never know the example you can be to somebody. You said uh, you've been in trouble
0: with uh, the law before. You've even done time. What if the police had
1: come that day? What would it, what, where would you be now? I'd be behind bars guarantee. And I wouldn't be married. I wouldn't have my kids. All of that. That night you got to go home
0: and sleep, sleep in your own home.
1: You know, there was one time, you know, I, I even, I told God, like, what, what is going on already, God? Like, I kept catching cracks left and right. Like, you know, every single moment I felt like I was getting tested. But that's God just trying to take the ugliness out of you.
0: You know, when I said those words, your little girl doesn't need to see this, I, I was saying I believe those words came from God. What... What did you feel when you heard that?
1: My oldest daughter is, I have three girls, and I have a son on the way. Um, My oldest daughter, I I missed a lot of dates with her, you know. So I just thought about that, too. Like, You know, I'm going to have to call her mom and pick her up or something. I'm going back to jail, you know.
0: Yeah, so really, your love for the Lord and your love for your kids and for your family. The love took the anger and the fear away. Jesus said, perfect love casts out fear. Yeah.
1: Just like the song says, you know, when the waves, the waves keep coming, he takes you off of the shore, puts you in the waves, because he has a bigger plan for you. you got to believe it, you know.
0: So, uh, wow. Well, uh, I think we need to talk to God ourselves, and uh, if you wouldn't mind holding the hand of the person next to you, if you're still in high school, you don't have to do this because I was in high school. I was in high school once myself. You just like touch elbows or something. I don't know. But the rest of you, no shame. Just reach out and Jerry, reach back there, right there. Lawrence there. Here, we hold hands. And uh, let's pray to God. Dear Jesus, there are more than two or three of us here in this moment. There are two or three hundred of us right here gathered in your name and here you are in the midst of us. Before I close in prayer, I'd like to give everybody a chance to talk to you. If they don't know you yet, please let them say to you, hey, I want to learn more. I'm open. I want to live the best life. An honest life good and bad, up and down, but I need you to be with me every moment. If anybody is in here who already knows you, Lord, I ask that you would help them in this moment of silence to make a decision to be involved, to speak rather than remain silent, to step out rather than hold back, and to represent you in this dangerous world. Would everybody please just talk to the Lord on your own for a minute? Now, Lord, I want to thank you for this moment that we have together, realizing how powerful and loving and in control you are. Help us to go out of this place a little bit different because of this morning. I thank you for this man, Ninoa Glover, my, my new friend. And I just pray, Lord, that, that your word will touch each of us and give us a chance to walk this hard path closer to you than ever before. We pray in your name, Jesus. Amen. Thanks, Nine Others.